Hello and welcome to this webinar, which provides an alumni perspective on seven reasons why IMK Code is special. Let me give you a brief introduction to IMK. IMK Code is the fifth IIM and one of the six first-generation IIMs. It was set up in 1996 in Calicut, also known as Code in Kerala. Next year, in 2021, when it celebrates its 25th anniversary, it will have 10,000 alumni around the world. This webinar shares an alumni perspective on what makes IMK special. These are areas where IMK is a leader or a top five campus in India in the perspective of its alumni. My name is Ronald Phillip. I am from the IMK class of 2005. Over the last 15 years, I've worked in five jobs across India, New York, and Dubai. The longest was six years in consulting with McKinsey and Company in the US and Dubai. I will be joined today by five alumni who I will introduce one by one during the call. What we all share in common is that I am Corey Code has changed our lives and we are very proud alumni. And we will share some of that in great detail today. The webinar is broken up into segments and after today's live recording, you will be able to click on specific segments you want to watch in the description below this video. We will cover each of the seven reasons why we think I am Corey Code is special, followed by a Q&A. You can send any questions you have during the live webinar to imkanproject at gmail.com. That's I-I-M-K-A-N project at gmail.com. The email address is also in the description of this video below the screen. Also, if you haven't already, please subscribe to this channel so that you get regular content updates from us. So let's get started. The first uh, reason that we'd like to get into is uh, I'm Curry Code is legendary for its incredible campus and all-round student experience. I mean, the first thing that comes to mind uh, for anybody is IMK's spectacular campus and infrastructure, but there's much more to that. There's an incredible student experience which allows for real leadership and personal transformation experiences. There's a very strong culture of excellence in B-School competitions and incredibly deep peer-to-peer -peer networking on the campus. I mean, this is a legendary uh, hilltop campus that people call a resort. Uh, it's, it's often called God's Own Campus. It was designed by the legendary architect Joseph Stein, who has designed some of the legendary buildings in Delhi, including the India Habitat Center and the India International Center. He designed it along with Meena Mani and Anurag Chofla with state-of-the-art classroom uh, infrastructure uh, we have a great library with the Indian Business Museum, and we have hostels with spectacular views of the valley and sea. The campus is 45 minutes from Calicut International Airport, which has daily flights from Delhi, Bombay, Bangalore, Chennai, and other destinations. Let me get into student experience. As alumni, we all look back and cherish the leadership and personal transformation experiences that we had. I'm Coricode is known as a student-run campus. And there's a very rich campus life with multiple leadership opportunities and extracurricular life with student committees, interest groups, clubs, management and cultural summits, India's biggest student-run marathon, Calicut Marathon, student, uh, the student startup Buklagi, and the very famous uh, inter-IM sports meet uh, Sangram, which is fiercely contested between the four IIMs of South uh, India. So let me uh, introduce our first uh, alumni panelist, 
Smriti Ravi Chandran from the class of 2010. Hi, Smriti. Can you hear me clearly? Hey, Ron. I can hear you clearly. Excellent. Welcome, welcome, and thank you for joining this panel. Uh, let me introduce you. Uh, so, for our audience, Smriti was on the Student Council during her two years at IM Code. The Student Council looks after all student activity on campus. At the end of her two years, she was awarded the gold medal for best all-round performance. She went on to a very fast-paced career, fast first at ITC from campus, and then Flipkart, where she has grown to become one of the youngest vice presidents in this e-commerce giant. She was synonymous with big billion days and has now taken on a new role as the business head for payments, consumer and commercial lending and insure tech. Smriti, thanks for joining the panel. Can you please tell us about your experience on the student council and indeed over your two years and how it shaped you into the leader you are today? Thank you so much for the introduction, Ronald. So guys, I just uh, wanted to share with you the amazing experience that I had over the two years at IMK. Uh, when I joined IMK, uh, you know, the one thing that everybody told me was that it, it is going to be a great learning experience. You're going to uh, learn a lot of new subjects. But what I really learned a lot from IMK was the two years of experience being in the Students' Council. Um, in your corporate life, one of the most important things that you need to do is stakeholder management. And what the experience in Students' Council actually taught me was uh, that how do you influence everything right from the management of the college to your own peers to do the right thing and to contribute more to the college. So one of the beautiful things about IMK was that it is heavily student run right from, uh, you know, everything right from the admissions process design to the placements to the industry interaction, everything is student run and we have a huge autonomy that the management provides for us to actually shape the future of the college. So that was a great uh, learning experience for me, Ronald. Thank you very much, uh, Smriti. That was uh, very insightful and very inspiring. And we'll come back to you uh, over the course of this, uh, of this discussion. Our next uh, panelist, is uh, Ravant Bate from the class of 2009. Hi, Ravant. How are you? Can you hear me? Hi, Ronald. Yes, I can hear you well. Great. Welcome. So Ravant was on the placement committee for the two years uh, that he was on campus. The placement committee is responsible for bringing job opportunities for the whole batch on campus. Uh, Ravant and team had to do, do this during the great financial crisis of 2008 to 2010. Uh, after uh, IMK, Ravant went on to a career first in investment banking, followed by entrepreneurship with FASOS, also known as Rebel Foods, where he was an entrepreneur in residence, before going on to become a partner with venture capital firm Calorie Capital. Uh, he was effect effectively one of the youngest VC partners in the country. He recently went back into entrepreneurship as the founder and CEO of Mosaic Wellness, a digital-first multi-brand consumer goods company. Ravant, we would love to hear about your experience on the placement committee and how it shaped you into the leader you are today. Uh, thanks for the uh, long intro, Ronald. Uh, so I think one of the things that I got a little help early on when I joined IM Quakered was my now co-founder in my current business uh, was a year ahead of me. We, we had graduated together and he had gone on to join IM Ahmedabad and I sort of called him and asked him, what do you do at when you join an MBA course, right? And he sort of told me, 
uh, there are three sets of folks. Uh, a set of folks who spend a lot of time uh, getting through all the lectures, books, and understanding uh, all the theoretical rigor that would uh, you know come through with an MBA. There's a second set of folks who would just focus on extracurriculars and really getting a, a different kind of experience. And the and there is a third thing which is very hard is to do both. Uh, I was quite lazy, and therefore I took the easy way out. Uh, took up, uh, uh, took up the extracurricular piece, and therefore I think I also went a little overboard. Apart from placements committee, I was part of the consulting group. I was part of a committee called Conquest that effectively encouraged students to get participate in B school competitions. And I mean, it just ended up being a great two years of creating a lot of zero to one experiences. And what we call a zero to one is more entrepreneurial specific where you have an idea and you sort of create something out of it. And fundamentally, because we were just 10 years young, uh, it was not that placements was uh, very easy. Uh, I think our alumni base was decent then, but not as deep as it is now. Uh, you know, and a bunch of, uh, you know, Calicutus was not the most reachable location. So the amount of effort that we had to put in back then was tremendous, but that really, really helped me understand that uh, that is what I love uh, doing and gave me a, a, a definite leg up in trying to do a lot of zero to one aspects later. And I think my entire interest in entrepreneurship uh, sort of was, uh, you know, came through because of the kind of experience that I had in those two years. Thank you, uh, Revant, uh, for that detail and very inspirational account. Uh, we'll come back to you again uh, over the course of the discussion. Uh, I'd like one more of our alumni to share their experience on campus, uh, uh, the rich uh, student life uh, that they had. And that is Prakriti Sharma from uh, the class of 2015. Prakriti, you're on mute uh, right now, so you just have to take yourself off mute. But uh, welcome. Thank you so much uh, for joining us. Can you hear me? Yes, I can. Thank you for having me, Ronald. Great, great. So like uh, Smriti, Prakriti was also on the Students' Council for her two years uh, on campus in 2013 to 2015, and also won the gold medal for all-round performance. Congratulations. Prakriti also found the time to dabble in theater and be on the swimming and basketball teams of IM Code in Sangram, which I mentioned earlier as the fiercely contested sports meets, sports meets between the four IMs of South India. Uh, since IMK, Prakriti has gone on to a very exciting career with Unilever, where she is a senior area sales and customer manager in Haryana. Prakriti, we would love to also hear about your student life experience, how you juggled all of these different things, and how it shaped you into the leader you are today. Thank you, Ronald. Uh, my experience at IMK was uh, not very different from how Smriti described it. Of course, Students' Council uh, being a big, big part of it. And uh, the kind of autonomy that we got in terms of getting things done, getting what we wanted, resources that we wanted, we got, inf uh, we got access to the student budget that we decided among students how to allocate it between the committees. And managing stakeholders, as Smriti said, was a big, big learning. Aside from that, uh, aside from the very busy life uh, with the Students' Council, uh, I also managed to make time for other activities that are on board on campus, whether that's the fiercely contested uh, Sangram or uh, theatrics. 
uh, and that i think really helped me understand how much we can really you know stretch ourselves and there is no limit to what we can do if we really want to make uh, use of the resources available to us um so i continue to in my current life engage in multiple activities uh, because we are looking at holistic learning and not just academic learning but also really understanding who we are as people and i think everybody who's gone to korikor can definitely say that the campus helped them find themselves and find their path in what they wanted to achieve in their life thanks prakriti uh, thank you for that uh, detail and we'll come back to you over the course of uh, the webinar um, you know there these are just a few of the examples of the uh, incredibly entrepreneurial things that people have done on campus uh we spoke about sangram which is the inter iim sports meet that was actually started by one of my classmates in 2004 he was also on the student council so he uh partnered with the student council member from iim bangalore and started this sports meet one edition being in bangalore and one edition being in korikod 15 years later uh our batch sponsored the jerseys for the full uh contingent of 200 students from imk that went into sangram and uh, i am quick code one sangram against the other three iims uh, from south india last year and uh, i think around 15 of my classmates called the various captains of the sangram team to congratulate them and also share their memories from the first sangram so life had come full circle for a lot of us there are many other wonderful examples of student entrepreneurship more recently during this covid crisis uh, a couple of students on campus uh, had worked on an initiative called covid fyi which is an information sharing platform on covid another bunch of students had come together with their talent uh, for art and uh, auctioned a bunch of paintings to raise funding for uh, covid relief and these are just a few of the many many examples my own experience was on the placement committee for two years it was an intense experience but it taught me three very important things one is uh, the importance of hustle and to be crazy ambitious to really move the needle on something The second is the power and importance of relationships and your network and the third very important thing in these when you're in a position of responsibility ethics and trust are non-negotiable and those are three of the lessons that I learned from my own experience uh, on the placement committee so we gave a little bit of color on the student experience and the leadership uh, experiences that many of us have had another big part of uh, IMK's campus culture is uh, competitions off campus Uh, international and national competitions and uh, imk has had an incredible track record uh, in winning uh, both national and international competitions so i wanted to bring in uh, our next panelist who is uh, shruti kandelwal from the class of 2019 shruti won multiple competitions on campus including the city woman leader award and went on to join mckinsey and company in 2019 where she is a junior associate Shruti welcome to uh, the webinar can you hear me Yes Ronal I can hear you thank you for having Great. me No Hi, thanks, thanks so much for your time Uh Shruti can you please shed some light on both your experiences with competitions and the culture at IMK which inspires so many students to excel at competitions off campus Definitely So talking about competitions I feel that to be fair competitions are taken seriously at almost all b schools in india but more so in imk i think it has a lot to do with a very strong culture of excelling in case competitions that gets passed on over batches so for example i remember when we were in our first year uh, we would see our seniors from the batch of pgp 
win multiple competitions not only at the national level but even international level right so i think that got us really excited about the prospect of participating in them also we received immense support and coaching from them uh, every step of the way starting from how to approach the problems how to solve say for example marketing cases how to handle q and a's how to structure your problem how to uh, you know the best practices for presentations etc and um, i believe even my batch tried to pass on our learnings to our junior batch and uh, i think like a testimony to that is the fact that last year in 2019 uh, iimk emerged as the most competitive b school in india and i think that's incredible um, having said that more often than not uh, the problem statements in these case competitions are very real very relevant and interesting right very relevant to at least from the mba curriculum right for example it could be about launching a new category of product for an fmcg giant or increasing customer engagement for say an e-commerce firm right so at some point it becomes less about winning and more about just purely enjoying the whole process of problem solving and that happens especially if you uh, manage to find the right team uh, which fortunately for me i did and uh, honestly i feel it's not very difficult to find the right people because the campus is full of amazingly intelligent and creative people who are equally passionate about problem solving and once you do manage to find the right people uh, trust me it becomes a joy ride right for example i still cherish all the sleepless nights we spent trying to solve the cases traveling for the nationals uh meeting people from other campuses hearing out their ideas then the thrill of going up on stage and presenting your idea and then wait waiting for the results i think it all adds a new dimension to your b school life and makes it a very enjoyable experience in my opinion thank you so much shruti Though I never uh, was as successful in any co contest on campus, I lived that uh, quite vicariously through you. So thank you so much uh, for that. And uh, we'll bring you thank back you. on uh, during the course of the webinar. I have uh, one more uh, alumnus uh, who won a very different type of competition. Welcome, Debanjan Baduri. Hi, Ronald. Thank you. Yes, I can. Can you hear so me? So Debanjan is uh, from the IMK class of 2007. He is, uh, I first have to introduce him as an incredibly talented musician. Uh, he is on YouTube under the name Sanket Banker. He has one lakh followers on YouTube. Uh, that's the first thing I have to tell you about him. Uh, on, his, on the professional front, he joined JP Morgan from IMK, first in investment banking and then private equity. And after a decade, moved into another global private equity fund, the Rohitain Group. Debanjan, welcome to this webinar. You won a very different competition from Shruti. You won several rounds at Con Banega Kororpati while you were at IMK. Tell us about that and what happened on campus when you came back. Yeah, so you rekindled. Thanks so much, Ronald. You really uh, rekindled some of the really fond memories from campus. Uh, so yeah, it was uh, it was an incredible experience. Uh, so I was sitting at home after quitting my job, waiting to join IMK, and that's when I my like. They say an idle mind is a devil's workshop. So I started exploring various things I could do, and there's this ad. So I just applied, and while I was doing my first semester, uh, which was very hectic, by the way, but I used to get these calls every now and then for the uh, for the uh, elimination rounds. So finally, I could crack it, and uh, I was very hush hush about it because I was very apprehensive whether uh, I would be able to kind of make a mark. 
so I, I I actually got selected and I took my batchmate. Uh, his name was Siddharth, my batchmate. And we went, we came, flew down to Mumbai for the shoot. And uh, I understand uh, it was also live telecast on campus uh, in the auditorium. So I ended up winning 6.4 lakhs. And when I came back, I threw a party for both our batch and our senior batch. It was just a, a kind of really a lot of fun that we had. So yeah, uh, thanks for bringing up that experience. Not the the usual competitive spirit that we see, but yeah, something which is which is kind of brews out of an idle idle mind, I would say. Thanks so much, uh, Devanj, and I'm uh, I'm sure that party uh, when you came back on campus must have been quite uh, massive. But uh, thank you so much, Devanj. We'll come back to you uh, over the course of uh, the discussion. That uh, is the end of our first segment uh, on the incredible campus and student uh, experience uh, at IMK. Our, our uh, second segment is going to be on the great career opportunities throughout your career that uh, IMK uh, provides you. And there are four points that we will cover in this segment. Uh, there is um, the great uh, campus placements that we have. Uh, there's extensive industry interaction, a very strong role of alumni in placements, and the opportunities that you have after you graduate from IMK through the alumni network. If I had to focus on great campus placements, you know, I know that this is uh, big in the minds of uh, a lot of people who think about uh, campus, uh, about IMK. Uh, it's important for you to know that uh, IMK has fantastic placements. This are, these are top five IM campus placements with marquee recruiters, the best names across all segments, including consulting, banking, marketing, technology, general management, et cetera. I mean, just some examples include, uh, you know, the three MBB, McKinsey, Bain, uh, BCG. I used to recruit uh, for McKinsey from IMK, as well as top international and national uh, private equity funds. And we'll give a couple of uh, experiences to get into a bit more color around why these firms choose IMK and their experience at IMK. Debanjan, I'm going to bring you back. Um, Debanjan, you work for uh, the international private equity firm, New York-based uh, private equity firm, the Rohetian Group. Uh, TRG recruited in India for the first time uh, for summer placements of this year, and they chose IMK. Can you tell us more about that entire journey from choosing IMK to you know, the, the experience with students, et cetera? Sure. Uh, so yes, it was a first first time for us. Uh, just not not just for us, but even my previous firm, J.P. Morgan's private equity arm, where I was uh, there for around ten years. We seldom hired from uh, B schools uh, or uh, fresh graduates. Uh, it's it's a space where you. It's a very small setup, the private equity space, and we typically end up hiring from experienced candidates laterally uh, with at least three to five years experience. But this was a first. And uh, we luckily got through, uh, got the got the approvals, and we were we reviewed quite a few kind of uh, campuses and their profiles, and uh, we we uh, zeroed in on two campuses, uh, which is IMK and another Premier B School, and uh, IMK was was uh, kind of having its process earlier, so we flew down. So it was my MD, myself, and an associate. We flew down, and we had a very hectic day-long kind of uh, process, screening process. We went beyond midnight. And it was really incredible. Uh, my MD uh, gave me a feedback that he was really overawed with the level of talent and knowledge and the sheer passion to learn uh, and inquisitiveness. So all those traits which make up a great investor, I think all of those were there. 
and we ended up hiring both the candidates from IMK, uh, which was not what we had planned. And uh, we are having a great time with them. Uh, we've we've uh, really got a lot of value from that. So yes, I guess uh, uh, we've seen uh, we've got the proof of the pudding. Uh, we've seen the kind of quality of students that uh, IMK churns out, and uh, it's only kind of uh, strengthened our belief in the in the entire process that uh, IMK fosters. Great, thank you, Devanjan, uh, for sharing that experience and also playing a very important role in uh, in that entire journey and bringing uh, TRG to campus. So, thank you so much. So, I mean, uh, this is just one of many examples, right? Uh, I recruited uh, for several years for McKinsey. Uh, McKinsey has been recruiting since 2007 from uh, from IMK for its uh, standard junior associate roles. Uh, Bain and Company and BCG also recruit from IMK. And I think it's important when you look at placement reports from various campuses to understand the nuance between some of these things because sometimes, uh, you know, Bain and Company, which is the front-end recruiting, will come to uh, some campuses like I'm Ahmedabad, I'm Bangalore, I'm Korikod, and Bain Capability Center will go to other campuses, which is a different career path altogether. So I think it's important for you to pass that nuance uh, in these placement uh, reports because they don't tell an entire, a complete story all the time. Um, the second uh, important thing in this great career ecosystem is uh, industry interaction. Uh, IMK has extensive industry interaction through not just various industry summits and guest speakers, but also various live projects, uh, extensive alumni interaction, as well as your peer group, which has such diverse uh, industry experience. So, I mean, overall, your industry interaction is great. Another big piece uh, in placements, uh, we've already alluded to it, is the alumni involvement in placements. There is very high alumni involvement in the placement processes of their respective companies, which accounted for 31% of all offers last year. Even during this COVID-19 crisis, when many people lost their summer internships, uh, alumni have supported and provided uh, emergency internships to many of these affected students. So, uh, and it also continues to alumni student mentorship and coaching throughout the two years at IMK. Uh, you know, so I gave the example of Debunjan and all of our alumni on this panel have actually been involved at various points of time with campus placements. I will just give one more example, which is uh, Smriti. Smriti, you've uh, been involved uh, in Flipkart's uh, coming to IMK and its campus placements at IMK. Can you tell us a bit more about that and what the experience with IMK has been? Yes, Ronald, I have been, in fact, in the last 10 years, uh, I've almost uh, come back to campus about six to seven times, both with ITC and Flipkart for uh, recruitment, right? And uh, in fact, every single time I have, um, I have taken more students than we came for uh, right. Uh, we would come with a number of three or four and end up with five to six students. Right. Um, the quality of students has always uh, remained quite good. And uh, we've been able to find students with extremely good core values. Right. Um, good leadership qualities, good uh, ability to learn, ability to thrive in the corporate environment. And as Ravant was mentioning, right. Uh, the ability to do zero to one is what we were looking for in Flipkart. And uh, we found quite 
a few good students here over the last 10 years. And one of the most important things I would say, uh, which contributed to this kind of a talent pool was the alumni involvement, right from uh, all the mentorship sessions that we do. How do you get your CV right to uh, what is it that is needed to crack an interview in a specific field with a specific company, right? Hearing it from someone who is in that organization, right? Getting that kind of alumni involved. I've not actually seen it in a lot of other campuses. Um, that's That's been a real revelation for me. The other very important aspect as well is our faculty actually realizes the importance of alumni involvement in some of these things. 2010, when I came back for the summer placements for uh, the next batch, right? Uh, the director had actually called me in and he was asking me about how can he get alumni involved right from uh, the admissions process to, um, you know, the post-curriculum to um, industry interaction, right? So that we get right from getting the right quality of students to nurturing them in the right way, alumni can be involved, right? So that the end product is industry ready, right? So I think uh, this is something that I've seen, uh, which is very, very unique about IMK. In fact, even this time when I went back to campus, both the faculty and the director had reached out asking me about the same thing, right? How can alumni be involved? And in fact, this year, I think last year, we started alumni involvement in the admissions process as well, right? So this entire journey of alumni involvement really is a big success for our MK placements. I've seen that the number of companies, the quality of companies and the quality of students, right? Both have grown multifold over the last few years. No, thank you for sharing that experience, Smithy, and more importantly, for being such a big part of it, uh, uh, both at ITC and uh, now at Flipkart uh, for many years. Thank you for that. So um, Prakriti and Shruti have also been involved for HUL and McKinsey, and uh, so has Ravant. Ravant has been involved across uh, the many years since he's graduated, including coaching candidates for uh, private equity and investment banking interviews in the middle of the night at 1 a.m. So that's how committed he has been to uh, coaching students. Um, another big part uh, of great career opportunities is um, it's important for everyone to realize that your campus placement is only your first job from campus over a 30 or 40 year career span. There are incredible career opportunities that come through the very close knit alumni network of IM Coricco. And Revanth uh, is an excellent example uh, of that. Uh, Revanth, you got great career opportunities through our alumni network. And now as a founder and CEO of a great startup, you are creating opportunities for IMK alumni. You've hired several. Can you tell us about both of these uh, experiences? So uh, <laughs> actually, maybe I, I was sort of uh, a little lucky in that sense. But when I joined uh, Yes Bank, actually the first job after campus, uh, I sort of after that have made every switch basis and alumni actually recommending or uh, suggesting a particular job to me. So my first switch uh, to Elara, which was a boutique IB, was because one of our alumnus moved there and he called me over and said, you know, you should come and work for us. And I said, why not? It's it's not every day that an alumni sort of calls you and gives you an opportunity to work uh, uh, and do something exciting in investment banking, right? And uh, even, you know, it's, it's sort of continued a lot post that as well. Even my entry into venture capital was sort of influenced significantly 
because of uh, alumni as well and i think it's 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 a very different nuance so there is one way where you do the work that is given to you let's say you come into a b school you work hard you get you know you are in the top 10 percentile you have the top 10 ranks etc so people know you are good at something but most of us will not have that opportunity right or even if you are not good at acads how do you how, how do you sort of create a reputation that you are good at something and in that sense i think the hustle the networking the ability to sort of influence across this tribe uh, of what we what we call the imk alumni has sort of certainly helped a lot uh, in in my case and over a period of the last 10 years if i look back and see the amount of help i have received from alumni uh you know it's it's my turn to pay it forward you you mentioned coaching students at 1 am i think it's uh it's 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 not something that uh you know is is it just comes naturally because i've seen the kind of help that alumni have provided to my career and in some ways it's my responsibility to make sure that every uh individual who's a student or who's an alumni now who i can help i should sort of have that obligation to take out time for them as well and uh, and therefore it's no surprise that even when i look at uh, my own firm now uh, it's it's not that uh, you know i i am trying to do some great service to imco equal it's just that it's also easier for me to hire from imco equal because uh, one of the big aspects of recruiting is reference checks uh, instead of trying to find out 10 people uh, how good they are through 20 interviews you can just pick up the phone and ask who's the best person on campus today and you know who's the person you need to hire that's how i ended up hiring three alumnus already and it was all because there have been very very uh, they have been highly recommended uh, through the alumni network uh, they are very good at what they do and i did need five interviews to find out whether they are good enough or not i think i mean clearly the tribe mentioned that they are the best at what they do and therefore it was easier to hire as well so i think th- there is a big learning there that as you grow in your career uh the lines keep blurring as to who is good and who is not and references start becoming very very important so uh, the fact that you are good at something also has to be acknowledged by third parties and that's where i think being part of a tribe which sort of sticks together looks out for each other definitely helps a lot thank you for that uh, raven while you're still on uh, you know we're getting questions uh, online uh, at, at our email address which is just below the youtube uh, video link one of the questions uh, is uh, on uh, an aspirant uh, who has uh, two years of experience but who wants to get into a finance investment banking or private equity role from imk uh, uh, is there uh, can you maybe say something about freshers versus people versus uh f- with work experience that want to get into finance careers or is there uh, and i mean there's some perception that undergraduate cur- you know uh, grades matter disproportionately can you maybe give some more color around uh, what you know investment banks private equity firms might look for when they uh, come to campus and search for talent so uh i i think this is a myth that uh, finance folks prefer freshers i think that's happened that used to happen earlier when used to have a lot of uh it heavy workex folks coming into uh these schools now unless you have relevant experience it's not really going to help right and therefore i think this myth got created that freshers are preferred maybe that's how shortlisting happened but today if i i mean when i recruited i remember uh uh we had taken a summer internship in 2012 when i was at elara uh, uh you know we we recruited someone uh you know sorry i just can't remember the name right now but that's that's 
she had some prior experience but it was relevant experience right and that experience fundamentally uh, helped us align to work that was done quicker that was more relevant and then of course uh, you know she's had a wonderful career in terms of investment banking in the future so i think bigger question to ask is do you have relevant experience or not so if you had relevant experience then it's always going to help but if you have not had relevant experience then that's going to be a problem fundamentally so it's not freshers versus uh, experience it's whether you know do you have you done something relevant that someone can look at and say that this person could excel in a role that we have to offer whether it's finance or marketing or technology to run aspect sure that makes sense you know uh, over the many of the last 15 years uh, you know looking at people on campus one thing i've also found interesting is that if someone wants to signal that they're interested or good at a particular thing uh, one good way to do this is obviously the competitions uh, on campus off campus if you win a competition at a particular area uh, obviously i mean recruiters pay more attention to you for finance i mean if you do the cfa uh, that also is a good signaling tool uh, so i don't think there's any ever any hard fast hard and fast rule about fresher versus someone with work experience i think recruiters look much more at a well-rounded candidate and there are many indicators of talent so uh, so i, I wouldn't yeah. worry uh, that yeah. that would Sorry, be Sorry, just to come back Please i, go, I yeah. remember and this is a very very uh, relevant actually this goes back to the question of alumni involvement uh, so manvi was the person who had interned at elara and she had relevant experience because she had worked previously in ubs as an analyst uh, poster undergrad and uh, we got her in as a intern in the industry making that really helped her get a finals in deutsche then she went to barclays and now she's with uh, cppib which manages 400 billion dollars one of the largest pension funds globally so i think uh, uh, it it really really matters on what sort of relevant experience and cv building you have done even prior to uh, coming into an mba great thank you raven thanks for that that uh, wraps up our segment uh, on great career opportunities our next segment is going to be the third reason why i am i am kuriko is special which is academic innovation and exceptional faculty i am kuriko was the first i am to introduce a distance learning program in 2002 which has now evolved into the executive mba it is uh, it also launched a satellite campus in kochi which hosts a variant of the executive mba uh, for the kochi cohort uh, as as well as various management development program and faculty development programs it is uh, the first iim to launch the a phd for working executives uh, it's also been very innovative in the full time programs it's launched it has launched two new two year mbas in finance and the second one in liberal studies and management and it's also launched uh, last year a one year mba in business leadership so it's a great uh, bunch of innovative programs that one has choice of the other important thing about imk is its exceptional faculty uh, we have a visionary director in professor debashish chatterjee and i really encourage you to watch his video on this channel uh, it's called the future of iim kurikod it is such an inspirational video and i really encourage you to watch it uh, we also have an exceptional faculty pool there are 85 plus full time resident faculty with a rich variety of industry and global experience who all focus on a combination of teaching research and management executive education the target faculty mix is 70% regular faculty who live on campus and 30% adjunct or visiting faculty uh, from outside campus and we also have a regular flow of faculty from leading foreign institutions you know the faculty have touched all of us uh, 
in very uh, important ways. And I wanted to come and give a few examples uh, from some of our alumni on this panel. I'm going to bring back uh, Revant. Um, Revant, uh, I wanted to know, no problem. Uh, Revant, uh, you took a course by Professor Sunil Handa, who is a guest lecturer from IIM Ahmedabad, on a very popular course on entrepreneurship. Can you tell us more about that course and the impact it had on you, as well as many other alumni who, uh, uh, whose life that changed? I think it had a lot more impact on other alumni. I can give you one example. Uh, Rajesh, who's from the batch of 2007, uh, actually left his job the next day after attending his lecture, which is just, I mean, I, I took a couple of years to leave my job and start out, but uh, Rajesh did it right the next day. Of course, he had a different experience. Uh, it was, I think, it's just phenomenal the kind of uh, teachings that you can get sometimes in a B-School. And uh, as I said, I was not a, I was not bigger than academics. I don't think I did a single lecture in the second year. So I can't tell you about the faculty who taught normal subjects. I think the I think a uh, course on entrepreneurship was at least something that was far more interesting than, uh, I don't know, futures and options and I don't know what all what all was taught in, in those two years. But I, I, I can't, you know, take that out of my mind. I remember Rajesh actually attended the course and then uh, went back to his room to just discuss his business idea. And 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 Professor Handa liked it so much. He said, here's a check. and. And he asked, what's the reason as to why you're not starting out? They said, we have an education loan. And so he wrote out a check and said, take this check, bank it tomorrow, leave your jobs and start this. And, and uh, you know, Rajesh had the obvious question as to, but what if we can't repay you? He said, if you succeed in the business, then you repay me. Uh, if you don't, it's okay, right? At least I have pushed you in a certain direction. I'll feel happy about that. Uh, and the rest is history, right? They have a business which does more than 100 crores in revenue. I think one of the most successful entrepreneurs from IAM Code. And uh, it's just phenomenal when you hear these kind of experiences. Uh, I mean, our, our lectures were also great. And I remember a couple of folks from my batch also immediately started out from campus, didn't just appear for placements. But some of those uh, teachings are transformational and very unorthodox, but I think transformational for sure. Great. No, thank you for that. And I've heard uh, Rajesh's story and it, uh, it gives me goosebumps uh, every time. So thanks for sharing it with the wider audience. Uh, we'll have one more example uh, of, uh, you know, a course that has been uh, uh, very influential on one of our alumni. And that's from Debanjan. Debanjan, uh, you know, with a you know, storied career in finance, I would have expected that uh, you would have said that there was a particular finance course, uh, which I mean, they were all great, but uh, it was actually a non-finance course, which was your most memorable course uh, when we spoke recently. Can you sh shed more light? That's true. So there are a lot of finance courses which I was very, fairly interested in uh, because I came from an IT and engineering background. So finance was like, IMK was the catalyst for me to move towards finance. So it helped me a lot. But if I look back 15 years and I think about one course that comes top of my mind, it was a course called, called uh, Discovering Self. It was uh, led by Professor Jayvelu. And it was a very off-the-shelf, off-the-cuff kind of a course where we were all kind of put into a room, like some 12, 15 of us. And we were just kind of introspecting our lives and what are the major events in our lives and what drives us. And we also went to a kind of a resort in the hills, in the Nilgiris, for I think five days. We stayed in tents and all about self-discovery. And we, what I got out of it, and we had to actually write something like a biography out of, out of that. And a lot of things came out and I really got connected to my passion, which was always music. 
but got my roots even more grounded and my my kind of connect even more kind of uh, uh, kind of stronger with the course and uh, a lot of blind spots came out so i figured out a lot of things which i didn't know about myself which others could easily see in me but i couldn't see so a lot of strengths which came out a lot of areas of improvement that came out a lot of things which was uh, kind of holding me back so yeah it was a big big revelation and that that's what comes top of my mind thank you devanjan so much uh, for sharing that uh, that experience so i mean those are just a couple of the examples actually all of our alumni have uh, examples and, and so do i but uh, uh, just moving on in the interest of time uh, you know another very important part of uh, imk's curriculum is that it's very contemporary and it's very innovative and constantly refreshed uh, faculty come to uh, bombay bangalore delhi to meet with alumni and get their feedback on the past courses and potential new course ideas we've had these workshops uh, uh, you know every couple of years with faculty coming and and getting alumni feedback and what's happened is that if you look at the curriculum now it's incredibly innovative uh, you know a lot of these new programs have an immersive uh, leadership track there is a rural and international immersion there are cutting edge electives uh, like data analytics using r and uh, obviously others and there's always been a very popular course on poker uh, which uh, has led to the big poker culture on campus which we'll come back to a bit later when we talk about the annual alumni meets there's also been a recent uh, introduction of an opportunity to design your own research project as a student to uh, visualize solutions to potential bottlenecks so that's on the contemporary innovative curriculum another very important part of uh, imk's uh, experience is the social impact there's a very strong focus on social impact uh, there's a mandatory and very popular first year course called social transformation in india and there is a second year social development project with an external client and there are many examples online and also on youtube of some of these social development projects many of our alumni credit social transformation in india as a course that changes their world view it is taught by a professor called af matthew and uh, i'm going to ask prakriti if she can share her experience with this course uh so yes of course um this was a wonderful course that you wouldn't expect to come across in a b school firstly and uh, really learning about uh, the social setup of the country how um, the very real issues uh, plague us and that we in our capitalistic agenda and of course in our mind to make more money be more successful somehow sidetrack these issues uh, but professor matthew just really brought it uh, at the very forefront for us and this course was so popular that uh, people would make time to attend his classes even if they weren't enrolled in that particular course and he would do movie screenings as a medium to communicate and better uh, help students better understand the concept that he was trying to speak about and you would have an uh, have a have a full audience uh, there in the auditorium with bated breaths and with full attention for the 2 hours that he would screen those movies and speak about his thoughts and what it really did was help um, people have an open mind to different uh, points of views for, uh, to different life perspectives and the very real challenges that people of our country and as well as globally uh people face so it was a beautiful course which i think every student who's graduated from kurikor is definitely deeply going to keep in their hearts forever no thank you so much uh, prakriti and uh, i've heard the same from uh, everyone who has uh, taken that course 
Uh, I was taught by a professor called A.R. Vasavi, who also had a similar impact uh, that fundamentally shaped my view on, uh, on India and its society and how lucky uh, all of us are to be at an IM and, and the privilege that we have. So it, it changes our worldview in a very powerful way. Thank you for sharing that. Another important part of the curriculum is the second year social development project, where through the course of your entire second year, you work with a real client uh, in Cori Code or in Kerala to uh, drive some impact. Uh, I worked uh, in, from, in 2004, 2005 with uh, P.T. Usha, uh, India's uh, legendary athlete, uh, a group of uh, my classmates, uh, on her vision to set up a school for athletes, disadvantaged girls, uh, to become world-class athletes. And it was such a fulfilling project. Uh, Professor Saji Gopinath had introduced us and previous and, and, and future generations of, uh, of uh, pro you know, students who did the same project. At the end of our project, we went to P.T. Usha's house and we spent an entire evening with her. Um, the end, her entire living room is full of these trophies and medals. You had to kind of struggle to find space to sit. But it was such an inspirational experience at the end of uh, a social development project. I have so many other stories from my classmates and, and subsequent generations of real impact and giving back to society while you're a student uh, at IMK. So that wraps up our, sec our, our third reason why IMK is special. Uh, it has incredible program innovation and exceptional faculty. We will now move to the, um, to the fourth reason, which is uh, the very deep entrepreneurship ecosystem that IMK has. It has a leading on-campus incubator. It is an entrepreneurship ecosystem leader among IIMs and IITs. It has the first ever alumni VC fund. It has a powerful alumni and entrepreneur network. It has student fellowships and uh, a great uh, student uh, startup uh, fair called Startosphere. So um, I'm going to bring in uh, Ravant uh, because uh, you've been intimately involved with a lot of these. Uh, Ravant, can you tell us more about IMK Live and uh, you know, how it's made IMK an ecosystem leader in terms of entrepreneurship? Sure, I think uh, very interesting uh, piece that was started uh, by the Institute, where essentially they wanted to build an accelerator and uh, nurture the entire entrepreneurial ecosystem uh, on the campus as well as uh, within the state of Kerala. And, and you know, the, I think the vision is to sort of go much more beyond that. Uh, start small and then you grow it bigger. And I think it's had a very, very good start. Uh, overall, significant amount of assistance coming in from uh, the students who are pretty who are interested in entrepreneurship. So we have a very active entrepreneurship cell that works very closely with IMK Live. Uh, the entire Kerala government that sort of has significant. Uh, I mean, we have a Kerala startup mission where one of our ex faculty is the CEO today. So I think the the culture of entrepreneurship has sort of been on the top uh, on the mind of the director as well as the institute for the last uh, five or so years. And I think IMK Live is the epitome of uh you know their thoughts and bringing alive uh in, in some ways that that sort of culture and i think as an accelerator their assistance in uh providing startup funding uh the kind of sessions that they get uh, like hari menon who's the ceo of big basket is on the board he spends a lot of time with the companies so i think it's a it's a very good thing uh hopefully i'll see a lot more students uh coming up and starting out from campus itself because that's one thing that still remains to be seen I think the education loan worry continues to plague most to be entrepreneurs. No fair. And we'll come to that when we talk about the fellowships. 
Uh, Revant, you played a central role in setting up the IMK Alumni VC Fund, the first of its kind alumni VC fund uh, in India. Can you tell us a little bit about it and you know, who are the people involved and uh, the, some of the deals you guys have struck? So I think uh, about 12, 15 months back, we realized that we had a lot of alumni in startups uh, who were entrepreneurs themselves and a lot of alumni in venture capital and private equity as well. I think that sort of was uh, you know, a big change that we saw uh, today with service where we were, say, five years back. And the idea was to sort of build a smaller ecosystem of IMK alumni who were in startups or entrepreneurs or in BC uh, to help the entire entrepreneurship ecosystem itself within IMK and even outside. And uh, we wanted a platform for that. And what better platform than to maybe have an institutional sort of fund where we can uh, back the next gen entrepreneurs. Hopefully, we'll find the next Flipkart soon and give a lot of returns to IMK alumni. So all the investors in the fund are IMK alumni only. It's only for IMK alumni. And uh, the folks who are sort of involved in the fund are various folks who are involved in managing either public investments. Harish is a senior fund manager with Kotak. He manages some 20,000 crores for Kotak. So this is child's play for him. But at least private investment is something he's not done before. So he's there to learn and share his experience from public investments. And it's sort of a platform where uh, you know, we are trying to do something for everything. Entrepreneurs get money. They can leverage the IM Koi code alumni network. Uh, our alumni have access to sort of uh, startup uh, funding startups and make decent returns from there. And I think for the folks who are managing it, even though there's no monetary benefit, the reason they spend time is the learning, right? I get to learn from Harish who's managing public investments. Harish learns a little bit about private. We have uh, Harman, who's a managing director at Multiples, one of the largest private equity funds in the country, Nilayat, Samara, uh, and, and a bunch of these folks. And I think it's the learning osmosis that really, really helps all of us become better individuals because, you know, after a while, you can only learn so much from your own job. You need to learn from others as much as possible. Sure, sure. No, makes sense. And congratulations. I mean, it, it's, it's a real pride for all of us uh, alumni, what you guys have built at the Alumni Fund. And... Uh, Let's hope that uh, you know the COVID-19 crisis doesn't hit too many of those investments. But uh, obviously, there's a longer lifetime to that. You know, Revanta, you talked about uh, students, right? And uh, what I think is incredibly exciting is also the opportunity for students to at least uh, start thinking about some ideas, right? As well as uh, to even organize the huge entrepreneurship summit on campus, where they have the opportunity to build their networks, right? With other alumni, with uh, alumni entrepreneurs, with investors, etc. Can you tell us uh, about both the Student Entrepreneurship Fellowships uh, as well as Startosphere? Sure. I think, as I said, the, the entrepreneurship cell is quite active on campus. And uh, uh, I think it's the culture sort of growing. So they organized Startosphere, which is essentially to bring out, uh, uh, like, get a lot more companies in the startup ecosystem to sort of engage with the students on campus. Uh, get a lot of venture capitalists and large angel investors to come in as well. Again, it's to foster that a cycle of learning. But what's the most exciting for me is to see our entrepreneurs, uh, IMK alumni who started companies who are there in various startups sort of engage not only on in for summer placements or finals, but also live projects. Look at uh, fundamentally looking at see, doing a lot more zero to one uh, learning for students on campus as well. And on the other end, someone like you know, the IMK alumni fund sort of opening up fellowships for students to sort of become VC analysts and understand what it takes to build a career in VC 
and decide early on whether which, which side of the field you want to be on because being in venture capital private equity is more like being a coach invest and help the entrepreneur and being an entrepreneurship is more like the player like you are on the field taking decisions day in day out and some of these nuances are best understood early on in your career because it's difficult to sort of pivot to a career in each of them a, a lot later i was sort of very lucky to get into venture capital uh even though you called me the youngest uh, i was pretty old when i got into venture capital and that's pretty rare uh, unless you make a lot of money and start your own fund which hopefully soon one day i will but uh, otherwise i think it's it's best that these things are learned early and that's where a lot of these uh, initiatives are really helpful great no thank you revan for uh, telling us about the very deep uh, entrepreneurship uh, ecosystem at uh, imk Uh, I encourage all our viewers to also check out the entrepreneur interview series on this channel which was conducted entirely by student members of the student led entrepreneurship cell on campus there are around 10 interviews with a whole bunch of entrepreneurs including Revant including Rajesh who you mentioned but also people from the class of 1999 like Vinay Mishra who runs India's biggest short film platform so uh, please do check them out also if you haven't already please do subscribe to the i am kori kori alumni channel by clicking subscribe uh, below this video you will get uh, a regular feed of great content from us uh, going forward so that wraps up our segment on imk's deep entrepreneurship ecosystem the next uh, uh, segment that we're going to do is on uh, is on the fifth reason why i am kori kori is special which is uh, as india's uh, leading diversity and inclusion leader uh, there's kind of unrivaled uh, reputation here Uh, in terms of student body diversity diversity on the board lgbtqia plus awareness as well as our women's uh, alumni network so i mean uh, uh, i'm kori kori was the first iam to have more than 50% uh, women in a batch uh, it's two year mba program this was in 2013 it was the first iam to have an additional batch for exceptional women uh, women uh, it has had a very strong focus on attracting a broad diversity of gender, academic, professional and social backgrounds as well as national level excellence in various fields. I mentioned that we were the first uh, I am to have more than 50% women in a batch. Prakriti, you were from that batch of uh, that famous batch of uh, 20 uh, they started in 2013 the class of 2015 that had a majority of women students. How was that experience for you? um i would say that it was uh, a normal experience in terms of that is how life is supposed to be that you have equal representation from uh, both the genders and have acceptance for um, other genders how people may choose to define themselves and ge- diversity in general in terms of backgrounds uh, how it was different is i could say that the campus was certainly more vibrant uh, you had a lot of different perspectives coming in and as a manager once you've moved on away from the mba or academic sphere the worst thing that can happen to you is that you're out in the world and suddenly you find yourself with a unidimensional perspective of how uh, work should be done any kind of work and having um, an equal representation of both the genders allowed for a free flowing of thought ideas um, for all of them and even uh, not just speaking for the women on campus but also speaking for the men on campus that it's not just about the women getting an opportunity 
to present their ideas and thoughts but is also about the men learning and understanding a different perspective and also gaining and growing from that as well to become into better managers and individuals in life uh, so it was a very great experience and um, i wouldn't call it different i would call it the new normal great no thank you for that uh, prakriti and you're completely true in that it's become the new normal after your batch uh, all the other ims including the older ims uh, the diversity ratio has increased so imk has set a very very powerful precedent uh, and uh, i mean uh, so i mean it, it's it's great it's very positive and it's wonderful that that's the new normal the interesting thing is that uh, what's fascinating for me is that uh, smriti uh, you know a few years before that uh, played a key role in this uh, doing the groundwork because she had worked with the director professor debashish chatterjee to think about how to increase diversity while maintaining merit Smriti, can you talk a bit about that experience? And it's 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 incredible because life has come full circle. You've met someone from that batch now uh, that you laid the groundwork for. Smriti, you're on mute. You need to unmute yourself. Sorry about that. Yeah. Yeah. We were Please go ahead. Women in a batch of two sixty uh, in my batch, uh, right? And I think the previous batches were uh, much lesser than that as well. so that is when um, actually professor debushish chatterjee became the director in my second year and uh, when he came in he was looking at some of these things and because i was in the students council he called me and he asked me what do we do how do we get this to a better ratio over multiple years what should how should the admissions process be like should we look at a different curriculum set a different a uh, program structure perhaps right so think of all the aspects and come back with a proposal is what he said right and that's how the 2013 batch or 2013 to 15 right 53% women I, i i don't think i even imagined that we would be able to breach the 50% barrier uh in just 3 years after that right ron but um, see one of the most important things about diversity is that um, as students we don't really uh we don't realize the importance or the gravity of what you're doing even when i was doing that i really did not realize why it matters so much right um in fact after 10 years or maybe 2 uh, years ago is when i started realizing that diversity is a very important aspect and which is the reason why imk's placements have also become better over the last few years um uh, you know compared to a lot of other schools because that is the place where you get a diverse talent set right and to give you an example as to why diversity is important for the audience right um uh, this instance is what made me realize that it is so important um we were talking about an artificial intelligence company and uh, apparently in all their tests all their launches it was a complete success but when they took it to market the product was a failure and the reason for that was it was tested on all employees and the artificial intelligence facial recognition software did not work on half the population which is women right uh, that's when it struck me as to how important diversity is in a workplace to have representation of your customers and which are those pools of institutions which can actually give you that diverse set of um, you know uh, uh, students to recruit from an imk sort of stands out there quite a bit No, thank, thank you for that, uh, Smriti. And uh, it's it's um, it, it's great to hear that. And uh, you're completely right about uh, you know this being very important to recruiters too, 
because uh, all recruiters, I mean, even when I was at McKinsey and Company, uh, diversity is incredibly important, right? Uh, it enriches uh, the thinking in our companies. Uh, there is statistical research that show that companies perform better, right? Uh, it is not about doing anyone a favor. Diversity helps improve performance of companies. And uh, it's great that, uh, you know, IMK has been a leader in that space and has, has got that recognition and that, it, that uh, you know, a whole bunch of recruiters, Flipkart, McKinsey, uh, all the banks, et cetera, uh, IMK is top of mind when it comes, uh, you know, as a, di as a diverse pool of talent. So thank you for that, Smriti, and thank you for the groundwork you did uh, many years ago with uh, Professor Devashish Chatterjee. Uh, a couple of other uh, uh, subtopics on diversity. Uh, I'm Cory Code has six women on its board of governors, which is the highest among all IAMs. Three of them are, uh, are women alumni. Uh, we are also the one of the first two IAMs uh, to have a student club called Umid, which is focused on building awareness of LGBTQIA plus issues and making campus a safe space for LGBTQIA plus students. And this is incredibly important that everyone uh, is, is feels comfortable on campus regardless of their sexual uh, preference or their gender or, or their background. It's incredibly important. And uh, Umid uh, creates that for our LGBTQIA plus students. Uh, off campus, we have a very strong women's alumni network, uh, which, um, which has regular meets across uh, cities, informal, as well as formal sessions with partners from executive search firms, coaching them on how to build their careers. Uh, every year, a bunch of women alumni also come down to campus for a Women's Day function on campus. Uh, we've, the Women's Alumni Network of IMK has also partnered uh, with the Star in Me, which is a career enhancement platform for women to launch uh, the first ever Pan I Am What I Am Women Want survey, which got widespread coverage across 30 international and national publications. You can check out the video on this channel, which has uh, results of that survey. It, the video is called What uh, I Am Women Want. That wraps up this segment on why IMK is the diversity and inclusion leader amongst all campuses uh, in India. The sixth reason why uh, you know, IMK is special is because we have the most engaged alumni network. You know, there may be older campuses, but IMK has indisputably the most engaged alumni network. The uh, IM Code Alumni Association has a robust network of 14 global chapters, 18 in, sorry, eight in India and six abroad, which have extensive year-round online and offline engagement which enable networking around shared interests and driving social impact, including on COVID-19, where the Alumni Association worked with volunteers to raise around 27 lakhs of donations and contributions from alumni, which have gone to a whole bunch of different causes around India. Uh, similarly, with the Kerala floods, our alumni donated, and the Alumni Association uh, coordinated that uh, contribution to various needy uh, parties. We also have... Uh, extensive alumni student engagement opportunities. Uh, so if you're a student on campus, you get to meet alumni around the year uh, at the very large on-campus annual alumni meet called Nostalgia. Uh, you need to see the video, uh, the post-event video on this channel. It, it's, it's incredible. Uh, Nostalgia includes an alumni student buddy program. It has networking sessions, 
It has the largest poker event on any Indian campus. It has a popular talent show for alumni and students. Uh, it's, uh, we talked about alum, uh, you know, student entrepreneurship earlier, and a lot of this is pure student entrepreneurship. Uh, IMK has got talent, uh, was, uh, is, is, which has now become a big uh, talent show, and we'll have a virtual edition next weekend. was started by a student called Monica a couple of years back with her team. Uh, they brought this to life, getting a whole bunch of alumni, including Debunjan, to perform uh, on campus at IMK has got talent. Similarly, another student called Nashim, uh, created what is the biggest poker event in India on any Indian campus in terms of footfall as well as sponsorship. It's called Poker Mania. Again, there's a video of that on this channel. Um, you know, the, the students who are involved with uh, season one and season two of IMK's Got Talent, Monica and Pooja, are now producing uh, the virtual edition next weekend. So some really incredible stories of uh, entrepreneurship, even when it comes to alumni engagement. There is also a regular alumni clinic program for one-to-one -one, uh, student uh, mentorship. Basically, alumni go down to campus and mentor students. Uh, alum uh, students also get to participate in the annual alumni meet Sangam in each city. Uh, they also get mentorship during their summer internships. Uh, Debanjan, I want to call on you because uh, you have experienced uh, every single one of these that I've mentioned. You have uh, come to Nostalgia, you've sang there, you subsequently went back and recorded a video on campus for one of your songs. You've performed at Sangam in Calcutta. You've come for many of our alumni meets. Tell us, uh, you know, what keeps you coming for these uh, alumni meets and, and what has your experience been? Yeah, so we heard from everyone on the kind of engagement that we have among the uh, alumni and the kind of networking and the knowledge sessions that we have. And that's all incredible. But I, what I feel is our alumni is a lot of fun. And as you mentioned, there are so many events that happen, be it poker, be it IMK's Got Talent, where I got to perform a couple of years ago. And uh, I'm also performing next next week. So there's a lot of kind of camaraderie and fun element to it, a lot of parties, and we have a lot of fun among the among the alumnus community. In fact, uh, when, I, when I interact with some of my uh, colleagues who are from other premier B schools, I get to see that uh, probably we, we are kind of coming up trumps in terms of how we are engaging with the community compared to how their communities are engaging. So that's a great kind of uh, Philip. Um, so a recent one that I want to kind of uh, make reference to is we made a campus anthem uh, recently. So there's a, another alumnus of us from the batch of 2012, Sajal Kumar. He's a professional lyricist. He wrote the lyrics, some incredible uh, lines that he wrote. And we put it to music and I sang it. And we are going to release it well, fairly soon, as soon as the lockdown is over, hopefully. And uh, and also the fact that there's just so much happening and we are always on our toes to think about, come up with ideas as to how we can make it more fun, more interactive, kind of get people, apart from all the knowledge and gyan, and we have loads of those actually. I've attended several of those, which were not mine kind of, uh, where I had to kind of, uh, kind of learn up, like things like blockchain, things like uh, uh, design thinking by Jimmy, so there were so many sessions which I was like totally new to and I had a lot to kind of learn from. But yeah, I think it's all a lot about fun and party as well. Yeah. No, thank you for that, Debanjan. And in fact, uh, you know, something fun that comes uh, to my to my mind is that uh, my classmate Samir Seth, uh, who runs uh, uh, the Bombay Canteen, which is one of India's top restaurants, uh, he once did, did a dinner for uh, various senior alumni, including yourself and a couple yes. of our old faculty. And uh, he made a special menu just for IMK. 
uh, which had special dishes with uh, named after famous uh, his favorite places in Calicut, including a cocktail menu, which had uh, you know again <laughs> the names of some of his favorite places in uh, in Calicut, and you went there and. and you uh, yes. entertained everyone afterwards uh, by singing afterwards. So. <laughs> yes, and, <laughs> and it's the top ranked uh, restaurant in Mumbai. That's correct. That's correct, and we're very proud yeah, of it. Yeah, so, yeah. it was it was uh, an amazing experience. Yeah, so it's a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah, and I, I think I call that a, you know a bucket list experience that we have as INK uh, alumni, right? So it's a unique, unique experience, and uh, it's it's very special. Thank you for that, uh, Debanjan. Um, you know, I'll just close by saying that, uh, you know, there's also alumni involvement on the Institute's Board of Governors. Uh, we have uh, four alumni on the Institute's Board, but there's also alumni engagement with the Institute on multiple other fronts, including involvement during the admissions process, as Smriti mentioned, collaboration with faculty and courses and research, uh, as well as obviously placements that I mentioned earlier. So that is the end of our segment on uh, IMK having the most engaged alumni. The last uh, segment that we have, which is on the seventh reason why I'm Code is special, is uh, on the international exposure and thought leadership uh, across both the international exchange program, but uh, the big focus that IMK has on uh, globalizing uh, Indian thought. So, uh, you know, in terms of the international exchange program, we have uh, exchange programs with uh, 37 university universities across 22 countries. Uh, I think every year around anywhere from 90 to 100 students uh, on campus get the opportunity to go abroad on exchange. Uh, international students also from these campuses spend a semester at IIM Code enabling cross-cultural learning and networking for the students who are on campus too. Uh, I want to uh, you know, bring on uh, Shruti because uh, Shruti uh, uh, was one of the many students uh, and many of our alumni who went on exchange. Uh, Shruti, can you tell us about your experience at the EM Strasbourg Business School in France, which is one of the top 100 uh, schools in the FT ranking? Uh, you know, what was your experience? Uh, how difficult is it for a student uh, to get to go for the exchange program? And, you know, what, uh, when you look back now, you know, what were your key learnings? Sure, Ronald. Thank you. So, um, to be very honest, I was in two minds while trying to decide whether or not to go for Forex. But... Uh, looking back, I don't think I would have uh, chosen otherwise. And I say that for multiple reasons, two of which I'm going to highlight here today. So first one would be getting a chance to get exposed to a very new academic context, right? Because, for example, in EM Strasbourg, we had a course on B2B sales, which was taught by the director of B2B sales at Orange France, which is... Um, a huge telecom uh, giant in Europe, right? And uh, the course on uh, product management, I remember, was taught by a product manager himself who had by then already launched four product-based startups. And the course was all about him sharing his experiences of failures and successes. And that was the curriculum of the course. Now, this kind of a context is very rare in India, right? So I think it was a very unique learning experience from that perspective. It helped us kind of get a favor of a foreign MBA, if I may. Um, then along with that, this is also a good chance to expand your uh, network if that excites you. Then um, the second would be the opportunity to travel and explore other countries and cultures. Now, universities in Europe especially are not as hectic or demanding as Indian universities, especially B-schools. So it just frees up some time for you to 
go around places travel explore etc right that in that process you meet new people you learn to live on your own and figure out small and big things by yourself so i think it's a very fun experience it's very interesting but at the same time it's very humbling to get to know a world that's beyond the one you used to living in so yeah and coming to how difficult it is so um as you rightly mentioned about one third of the batch uh, gets to go on forex and it's based on um, the allotment is based on cgpa but uh, i would suggest that something to worry about because once you come on campus you have enough time you have four terms to figure out whether you want to go where do you want to go and how do you want to manage your academics around it so yeah it's fairly sorted that way so well, thank you for that uh, shruti uh, i'm very envious you. of you that you got to go for student exchange um you know also imk has a bunch of international partnerships over the last two decades imk corecode has established several partnerships with leading universities including yale and stanford for faculty development executive education leadership programs and joint research and there are more in the pipeline uh as i mentioned earlier a big focus of imk has been on globalizing indian thought what does that mean that means that a lot of indian business schools have used foreign case studies or foreign content what i am corecode is trying to be at the forefront of is curating the best of indian thought leadership and taking that abroad so we had our first ever globalizing indian thought summit last year which uh, prime minister modi spoke at and so did a whole bunch of other leading thinkers from india and abroad and it's just one part of a very strong program to serve as a global platform for the best indian thinking also in terms of internal uh, international accreditation Uh, IMK has received uh, inter international accreditation from AMBA in 2011 and is going through the process with the other two Equis and AACSB uh, accreditation processes which will then enable IMK to enter the global rankings in the next uh, year or two so expect that uh, you know in the next year or two so that is the end of this uh, segment and uh, you know the Q and we will now start with uh, the q and a because we have a whole bunch of questions that uh, have come in and i'm going to bring up uh, all our panelists uh, on back onto the screen so that uh, we have all of them uh, we have a whole bunch of questions and we'll do our best to answer uh, them where possible um, i'm not sure whether we'll have time for all the questions but let us try and answer some of the most common questions um uh, so a lot of the questions are asking us to compare imk versus uh, other uh, institutes including a lot of another uh, uh, non iams um it's important that we we don't want to say anything negative about any other campus we have great respect for all other business schools uh, we would rather focus on getting you enough information on iam corecode to make an informed choice through this webinar um that said i mean we've spoken before this webinar and all of us Uh, would choose IMK over any other uh, non-IM for all the reasons mentioned uh, during this webinar and the fantastic alumni experience we have. I think it's also important to consider the incredible power of the IM brand as well as the Pan-IM network. Uh, I have, um, you know, lived in and worked outside India since 2008, and the strongest brands uh, outside India are the IITs and IIMs. you know i've also benefited from many pan iim alumni networking opportunities that are simply not there for any non iims uh, also please consider when you look at uh, you know one business school versus another or imk versus another campus it's uh, your business school decision is a lifetime decision right uh, it's two years on campus 
Yes, there's a campus placement, which is just one of the many jobs you will have uh, over the course of your career. I've had four since IMK. Uh, you know, we encourage you to not just base your decision on, you know, some average salary numbers and some placement reports. Uh, you know, business school is just a starting platform. Many of your opportunities will come through your alumni network. And that's where very strong alumni engagement like IMKs will make a net will make a difference. So I'm I'm sorry that we won't answer you know directly any questions on IMK versus Campus X. Uh, you know we we have full respect for all other campuses, but we hope this webinar shows you what makes IMK special. Uh, there's a, a whole bunch of questions about uh, the various uh, different programs that IMK has, and then which one would you choose if you could uh, rewind in time. Uh, you know, there's several fantastic full-time programs now. Uh, the two-year programs on the two-year, uh, the, the regular full-time uh, master's program, which all of us did. There's now a two-year master's in finance. There's a two-year master's in liberal studies and management. And there is a one-year PGP uh, MBA in uh, business leadership for people who have, I think, three-plus years of experience. So, I mean, this is a fun question, and I'm going to actually ask uh, the entire panel, if you had to rewind in time, uh, which of these uh, would you do now? Uh, I'll start with you, Smriti. If you had to rewind in time and you had these programs to choose from, which one would you do and why? I would obviously choose the liberal studies and management course because uh, it, I was just going through the curriculum when uh, you know the course was introduced a few months ago. Uh, it's amazing. The design thinking course, the discovering self part, which was already there in the regular course, but uh, still, there's more emphasis here. The political science and management course, and I can go on and on, right? Some of these courses are very, very relevant to what you will actually use uh, in your in your work environment, right? When you're when you're managing people, when you're uh, recruiting, when you're cutting uh, the big deals, right? Uh, social psychology, uh, behavioral aspects of people, right? Um, I'm super excited with the curriculum of that course, in fact. Great, thank you. Revant, what about you? Which program would you go back and do now? <laughs> uh, you can say the I same program, I, it's fine. <laughs> no, it's not about that. I mean, uh, you know, as I said, I'm not, uh, I was never too big on ACADS, uh, which was a typical finance or marketing and stuff. Uh, extracurriculars was what interested me a lot more. Uh, so I'm not really sure if, you know, I've given a choice, what would I do? I, I would choose the course which would give me the highest amount of opportunity to uh, do more extracurricular activities. So I don't know which one of that is now, but I'm sure students come That's so funny, Raven. I, I, that's so funny. Okay, uh, Prakriti, how about you? Which uh, program, uh, if you had to go back in time? The risk of once again uh, stealing Prakriti's answer. Uh, studies and management, uh, of course, because of how the course is created. But having said that, I think that even uh, the course that we studied, our study had uh, for example, was extremely, extremely holistic and uh, did give us small spectacular and um, and did have uh, a bit of these aspects of liberal also, which was um, SBI or globalization and thought or discovering uh, self or uh, very interesting courses. So I think that did give us a good flavor. Okay, great. Thank you, Prakriti. Uh, Devanjan, 
I'm hoping that you will have a different answer. No pressure. <laughs> yeah, I, <laughs> actually, I am I am confused. But yeah, I think I would have gone for the two-year masters in finance. I think I was trying to make a career shift. Uh, I, I was from an engineering IT background, and I wanted to see what finance was all about. And I learned ground up uh, from the institute, and I got into J.P. Morgan. So yeah, I would have looked for a custom tailor-made kind of course in finance. I would have gone for that one. No, that makes sense. I think it's a fantastic program, uh, you know, and it'll uh, increase. Uh, I mean, I, I think it'll be especially attractive to our finance uh, uh, recruiters, right? All our banking and private equity recruiters. Uh, so I think it's a great program. Shruti, how about you? I think I would still choose the course that I chose, but it would be interesting to have some of the electives mentioned in the liberal studies program uh, curriculum. For example, critical analysis of literature, readings in literature, and uh, design thinking. I think it would be interesting to be able to at least have an option to choose those electives, even in our course. But yeah, I would probably go with the same course. <laughs> We're very happy that someone still sticks with the program that all of us did. <laughs> because uh, I'm going to vote uh, along with Smriti uh, for the two-year masters uh, in liberal studies, I imagine. I mean, anyone who knows me that uh, knows uh, would have guessed immediately. Uh, I came uh, I came to IMK actually from the World Bank. Uh, I, I used to run around villages in Madhya Pradesh uh, working with poor people. So uh, I'm a complete, uh, you know, <laughs> tree hugger that would have done the liberal studies and management program. Also post-IMK, I mean, I, I, I did a lot of uh, stuff that focused on public policy. So uh, this program would have been my dream program at IMK. But that said, I mean, this, uh, you know, I think while the content of these programs uh, may vary, all the other incredible things that we've highlighted during this webinar remain common across programs. And I think that is the wonderful thing, right? You will still benefit from the great culture on campus, the student-run uh, culture. In fact, uh, I think for the new programs, there's even more opportunity for entrepreneurship because you can do new things for your programs uh, that uh, you know uh, that may already be there in the established uh, you know two-year PGP program. So I think it's an incredible entrepreneurial opportunity too. Uh, there is a few other questions uh, on uh, you know whether on IMK's location. Right, and whether that impacts whether that's a uh, you know impacts uh, you know industry interaction in any way, I think it's very important to bust the myth the myth of uh, IMK having a location disadvantage. That's a real big myth. Um, you know, Coricord or Calicut has an international airport with daily direct flights from Delhi, Bombay, Bangalore, Chennai, etc. So from uh, from Mumbai, I mean, uh, say someone from a bank or uh, someone from a banking uh, recruiter. Uh, you know, trying to recruit, uh, needs to take flights to all the top five IIMs, Ahmedabad, Bangalore, Calcutta, Coricode, and Lucknow. Uh, in fact, uh, you know, uh, just think, I mean, I, I, I spent 10 years in Bangalore, and I can't imagine the time taken from Bangalore airport to the IMB campus, right? So uh, there is no, dis uh, you know, location disadvantage at all that IMK has. Uh, and uh, we have extensive industry interaction year-round like we mentioned earlier with visiting industry speakers, uh, you know, alumni clinics, et cetera, but also the student diversity that provides uh, year-round industry exposure. I think uh, post-COVID, sorry, post-COVID, I, uh, I, I think that any perceived locational disadvantage for any campus is going to disappear even more. That's true. That's, that's a very good point. A lot of uh, recruiting may or will likely go, uh, go online. So that, that's, that's a very good uh, intervention. 
uh, which uh, actually you is a very good segue into our next question, Rivan, which is, you know, given the pandemic and the impact on the economy, uh, there are a lot of there's a lot of questions about should we join business school now, uh, any business school, uh, right, uh, or wait another year, you know, given that uh, given the great uncertainty, given that it may impact summer placements, etc. You know, Revant and Smriti, given that you, uh, you know, lived through the great financial crisis of 2008, 2010, you know, I'd love you both to weigh in on this, right? Also as recruiters and people in the market. Uh, maybe starting with you, Revant, you know, what, uh, uh, what, how should COVID uh, impact anyone's decision on, on joining business school or waiting for a year and, and uh, you know, everything associated with that? So I think just to give the background, I passed out in 2009, which was... Uh, the peak of the crisis and we had the worst ever placements. I think we got rogered because our previous batch had the best ever placements and I think sort of recovered by 2010 when Smriti passed out. Uh, though it recovered even more in the next year. So I actually think reverse. I think this is a great year to start a company or go in and do your MBA for the next two years because when you come out or once you you just have the time to figure out stuff for the next 18 to 24 months because once the economy comes back uh, once there's a lot more positivity, you are then in a good place to really leverage that position, right? So if you're starting out a company, you need about 12 to 18 months to just figure out product market fit, as we call it. It's a good time to do that. Uh, if you go in for your MBA today, you will pass out in 2022. I think, you know, there'll be a lot more positivity. I remember 2009 when I passed out, McKinsey didn't hire a single person from any campus. Uh, but me, uh, a lowly two-point-something pointer, bottom 50% of the batch got a call for a McKinsey interview just because they were desperate to fill positions a year later when the economy came back and they were understaffed, right? So I think when, when things bounce back, uh, you would be in a good place if you do in your MBA today. So thank you for that uh, vote of confidence, uh, Revant. How about you, Smriti? What's your perspective? Yeah, I concur with Revant, especially having been through the 2009-10 financial crisis right um i think uh, this is going to be this time is going to be a little different from the standpoint that uh businesses and opportunities are going to change over the next two years right uh, which industries will go up which industries will plateau that remains to be seen over the next one one and a half years i would say this is the best time to do your uh, education to complete your education and uh, I would actually advise, uh, you know, the students to actually stay in touch with the alumni, keep their ears to the ground, right? Understand where the, um, you know, how things are emerging over the next two years so that they can choose which sectors to go into. Some of the traditional sectors may actually plateau quite a bit, right? Um, and digitization and all of that will sort of take over. So they'll have to figure out what is what should be there. Okay, no, thank you both uh, for that. You know, um, and I think, uh, you know, there's still a great deal of uncertainty uh, that will impact all campuses, right? On, on when uh, classes will start, uh, you know, the, the online versus uh, in-person, et cetera. So, so I think uh, stay tuned with uh, the campus, uh, you know, institute representatives for that information. But I, I think uh, broadly our sense is that uh, it's still a great time to go to business school. Uh, you will graduate uh, two years from now. And uh, you will learn a lot. And it, it's, I mean, it's impossible, I think, to time a market. Uh, I think you've got a great, if for those of you who have an opportunity to go to IM Code uh, now, we would uh, wholeheartedly encourage that. 
there's a question or a bunch of questions on, uh, you know, we have given, uh, you know, a great detail on the courses and uh, the student uh, extracurricular activities. You know, what is life on campus like? What is uh, Calicut uh, like? Uh, you know, is, uh, you know, is it, is it fun? Is it, uh, you know, what is, can we get more flavor on life on campus? Uh, perhaps uh, Prakriti, do you want to weigh in on uh, life on sure. campus? And is there fun on campus and in Calicut? <laughs> Yes, of course. So uh, Calicut, for anybody who does a, even a simple Google research can tell you, is that it's a non-vegetarian paradise. And uh, with amazing uh, seafood options or generally the local cuisine is fabulous. People of Calicut are extremely, extremely friendly uh, and um, very easy to interact with. And actually, uh, being a North Indian, and uh, a lot of people have that uh, barrier that how are you going to fare in the south of uh, the country? But there's no la uh, language barrier and people are very open and friendly. Uh, there is a lot of sign language, but we're able to communicate perfectly well. When coming to campus, campus is extremely vibrant with uh, uh, with a lot of parties that happen with uh, your section. There's a Ruburu, which is a section war that happens and a lot of bonding gets developed after that. We also have batch parties and the whole um, gamut of people really interacting with each other informally and of course, the cultural committee keeps everyone on their toes with like midnight activities and dumpsharas and countries that are happening late into the night, a heavy day of late work. Um, they are very vibrant and lots of activities on campus. Great. No, thank you, Prakriti. I, I think uh, all of us will weigh, I mean, uh, think we had an incredible amount of fun on campus. In, in fact, uh, some of the fun stuff that we did on campus are, are some of the happiest memories that all of us have. Um, you know, you're also exposed to Kerala and it's all its uh, beauty, right? Uh, I know all of us uh, over the long weekends and during the holidays did some incredibly fun trips. Uh, we had an entire busload of our batchmates take a of bus course. down to Kovalam for a crazy uh, weekend. Uh, I can't divulge all the details on such a formal call, but uh, <laughs> I'm sure all of you have also done, uh, you know, incredibly fun uh, trips, uh, you know, on campus. Uh, Thanks for that. I mean, so, you know, it's a lot of fun and, uh, and Kerala and Calicut uh, is, is, is great uh, fun. Um, one question that uh, we have got uh, from Deepa is, is there anything that uh, you guys wish you had known before or while you were in IMK, which, have, uh, which could have enhanced your experience uh, at IMK? Uh, any volunteers to take this question? Or I'll call call. Smriti, I'm going to call call you. <laughs> OK. <laughs> I think what um, I really would have liked knowing while at IMK, and it goes back to my answer on the liberal studies question, right? Um, that once you get into um, your corporate life, uh, leadership is not just about knowing marketing, finance, uh, you know, and, and, and going through all those specific courses. Of course, it's important to study. Of course. CGPA is important, but uh, it is about uh, broadening your horizons beyond that, right? Uh, while I was involved in a lot of extracurriculars, Students Council happened because uh, I didn't plan for it. I, it just seemed like something that, that was fun and something that would broaden my horizons. But uh, if I were to go back and redo some of this, I would have taken a few courses that were a little different, right? Uh, maybe game theory, maybe discovering self, right? Because uh, leadership is actually beyond some of these, right? 
um, meeting people, knowing them, uh, the empathy, and and that is what makes you grow as a as a leader and as a person. And I think um, could I have used my time at IMK even better than what I did? Perhaps yes, because uh, I don't think you'll ever get back those two years again. Great, thank you, Smriti. Any other volunteers or anyone else who wants to take uh, the question? Revant, can I call call you? Would you do anything differently? You're on mute. Uh, so as I said, you know, I was in the beginning of the call. I don't know how many who are live now were there in the beginning, but I had the luxury of having a friend who was a year ahead of me who told me exactly what to do. Um, and I think I followed that to a T. The only thing I think I would change is what you mentioned, right? There were three things that we learned in the placements committee. One was uh, the hustle effectively. The second was the power of the relationships. And I think we did that well. Uh, the third piece is something that uh, dawned upon me a little late in life, which is transparency and kindness in some way. I think you, you put it as transparency and ethics. I, I sort of would put in kindness uh, in, in, a, in a different way. And I think that's something that you learn as you wisen up. Uh, that is the only thing I would have sort of uh, wanted to know a little bit earlier, because as Smriti said, if I, if I look at you know, there were 180 folks in my batch. There were 250 in Smithy's batch and about 180 in my senior batch. I think I know almost all of them, right? Uh, but in some manner and form, I don't really have a strong relationship with all of them, only a few of them. Uh, I think if I had known uh, how to uh, build stronger relationship with kindness uh, differently, I, I think I would love to relive those two years. Thank you, Raven. Any other volunteers? Or we'll move to our next question. Uh, you know, there are many very specific questions about uh, about uh, placements, and uh, no surprise. I, I think that's, that's uh, really on uh, a lot of people's minds. Uh, well, let's try and distill some of them. Anvita asks, uh, you know, uh, how does someone prepare for a career in, say, strategic consulting with, uh, you know, the likes of uh, Kinsey, Bain, BCG, and others, right? Um, uh, is there anything specific? So I think all the consulting firms look for a very well-rounded uh, candidate, right, with uh, very strong uh, achievement, and achievement uh, can be academic achievement. Uh, it can be achievement in various other spheres. Uh, great leadership, great entrepreneurship. Uh, so, I mean, uh, you can just go to the websites of the consulting firms. And uh, the important thing is that they look for a very well-rounded candidate. So it isn't just uh, about being a batch topper or anything to that effect. It's a very well-rounded candidate and leader, right? And, uh, I mean, Shruti uh, is, is someone that we recruited last year. And... Uh, you know, we similarly were in the recruiting process this year for the 20, batch of 2020. And all the candidates, I mean, we found a whole bunch at IMK with very well-rounded personalities and, uh, you know, a rich extracurricular, academic, and uh, in some cases, work experience. Uh, there is, uh, it, it, I mean, we've always shortlisted both uh, freshers and people with uh, work experience. Because even as a fresher, you can show leadership and achievement uh, on campus through your various campus activities, uh, both in undergraduate college as well as at IMK. So um, there's an entire universe of opportunities. Uh, at least, uh, you know, there's nothing that disqualifies you when it comes to consulting. Uh, similarly for finance, uh, you know, a whole bunch of people have said that uh, they come from uh, engineering backgrounds and that they want to make the switch uh, into finance. Uh, you know, anything that they should do or can do uh, Debanjan, perhaps you should take this, right? Because, I mean, you've recruited for uh, investment banking and private equity at JP Morgan and TRG from IMK. 
any any broad sense or broad brush uh, uh, guidance you would give to people who uh, want to get into finance, investment banking, etc. I think it's a great platform. It gives you kind of uh, the sphere of mind to use. In the first year, you get exposed to all the uh, courses in finance if you are part of the regular course. And it makes it lets you make up your mind whether you really want to get into finance or if there's something else that you want to clear up. But once you're sure, I think there's a lot of opportunity. I am from a, I, I came from an IT background, from an engineering background. And I made a switch into finance. And uh, I was I got selected on day zero by JP Morgan. So uh, it wasn't easy. So uh, I, I did. I was part of the financially yours club, the finance club. I was fairly active, doing my bit. Uh, fairly kind of had to had to do a lot of learning because there were other people in the batch who were CAs and all. You know, there was that like they kind of built up a very high benchmark for us to live up to. So it was great competitive environment. At the same time, I don't think there are any barriers as such. I think with the kind of techniques and the knowledge that gets imparted at the college and with your own drive, it's it's very easy for anyone uh, to get into one, the, one of those big bulge uh, finance names. Great. Thank you, Devantran. Revant, uh, you also, uh, you know, were recruiting uh, for, uh, you know, investment banking and you've seen many finance candidates and you've, uh, you know, prepped them in the wee hours of the morning for their investment banking and private equity interviews. Uh, any guidance? I mean, uh, a lot, anything that people can do, should do? So I think summers is something that's sometimes a little short of a luck because you don't have time to really build your resume and whatever you've done before your uh, before entering your MBA is what sort of really defines you. So it's it's okay if you have had a technical heavy career or maybe uh, not something which is finance heavy and you want to get into finance later, right? You have the two years while you are at IIM Koiko to really build out that entire piece. So the only suggestion would be don't get too overtly bothered about what happens in summer placements. I think the, the next 18 months, once you get into uh, any institute, really work hard on building your profile for a particular function if you really want it. And if you want consulting, there is one golden rule. You can see Ronald's name, Ronald Philip. That's his email ID, ronaldphilip at gmail.com. Just write to him, you'll get a consulting role because he'll train you to get into the best consulting firms. Totally agree. Uh, Revant, uh, I'll return the favor sometime. Revant Bad. <laughs> I was going to give Revant email address. <laughs> And phone number and WhatsApp. <laughs> I'm just pinching myself. Okay. Uh, I mean, similarly, I mean, a lot of people, uh, you know, want to, uh, you know, uh, get their uh, career. I mean, uh, start their career in sales and marketing. And uh, Hindustan Unilever and ITC are the dream companies in that space. Uh, you know, Smriti and Prakriti, what does uh, someone need to do? Or what are these, these two great, uh, you know, stalwart companies, what kind of students would they look for, uh, you know, at IMK? For the you know to to take on as management trainees, Smriti, do you want to go first? Uh, since uh, you know you were in 2010, you joined uh, ITC. Yeah. So uh, uh, yes, when I was uh, sitting for my final placements, I really wanted to do sales and marketing, and I did want to get into an FNCG firm. Um, what the kind of people that uh, firms like HUL, ITC, PMG they look at are uh, real go-getters, real. Uh, hustlers in, uh, in in Raven's language, right? Uh, people who can uh, really, uh, uh, you know, understand consumers from the scratch, right? Uh, problem solve, work with large uh, distributors who are their customers, really, right? And build businesses which are at grassroots levels more than anything else, right? 
uh, which 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 is all which is all coming from the consumer insights that you draw for your specific business so they really uh, they really try to understand if the person sitting in front of you or the student sitting in front of you is able to um, understand people is able to think through problems so it's 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 really just that um, prior experience um, in sales perhaps could help but uh, not necessarily great and how about uh, you uh, prakriti uh, what does a hindustan unilever look for again uh, it all war go getters who are enthusiastic and passionate about what they desire so you don't have to try and be somebody else but believe in your options and continue to focus on that um, and a lot of the recruitment is also centered at that how you are able to link to your uh, to your and in from and uh, that's what they're looking for passionate uh, real people uh, telling the truth and, uh, going out to get something to do and good way to reflect that you know, certainly take up leadership in whichever purpose uh, which are in line with your interests that you're equipped to uh, really to uh, your okay great thank you uh, prakriti um also i mean uh, the e-commerce space is just growing explosively right and uh, flipkart is at the forefront of that uh, smriti what does uh, you know an e-commerce giant like flipkart look for in attracting top talent from imk and other uh, you know top business schools in india so uh, see the the thing about e-commerce or any of the internet businesses is that uh, there is no precedence to uh, anything that's been done before the challenges that we see every day is a new challenge the nine years that i've been with flipkart every day has been a new challenge right uh, so the kind of people that we are looking for are uh, people who can solve problems grounds up right uh, people who can be really audacious who can uh, take bold bets who can challenge anybody uh, around and say that why don't we try this out right uh, so it's really those intrinsics that are being looked at um rather than um you know anything else so anybody from any background who have those intrinsics those are the kind of people that we're looking for great no thank you for that uh, smriti uh you know we have gone well over time and i'm conscious of that so thank you so much uh, for our panel uh, and uh, you know thank you all for uh, emailing questions i mean we have not been able to address all of them but uh, you know keep sending them to the email id under this uh, youtube uh, video and we'll try and get back to as many as possible or at least put you in touch with some uh, people and some students who can uh, have the conversation with you we will have one last uh, question uh, which is uh, uh, we will have one last question and uh, after that please stay on because we will uh, you will get to hear uh, a, a teaser of the new IMK anthem that uh, Debanjan and Sajil have uh, have put together so please do stay on for that uh, you know the last question that we will have is um what is your single favorite memory from campus after all these years and uh, we'll start uh, i'll call call uh, debanjan first what is your favorite memory yeah so mine would be uh, i think it was more like a routine i used to uh, like after finishing all the case studies i used to go to the night canteen and have that maska bun 
and i used to go with with the group of friends i used to go down the hill and come up come back again and it used to be mind boggling yeah that's my best best imagery that i get thank you devanshan uh, prakriti how about you i think my best memory is waking up in the clouds Hey, more, hey, more. So we're on top of hills, so there are clouds. <laughs> exactly. You open your uh, hostel room, and there's that beautiful valley that no paid resort can offer you. That's true. That's true. That's true. How about you, Ravan? What is your favorite uh, memory after all these years? Uh, it may seem a little odd, but a lot of people keep asking me. You know, a lot of like, why? Why do you take so many risks? uh you know entrepreneurship is tough and uh, this is one thing that keeps coming back to me so we were uh doing summers for smriti's batch and actually they don't know this uh one of the large fmcg companies of india their hr had come over and one of my colleagues in placecom was over exuberant in removing his bags and he went to close the door the dicky door and it banged on the head of the hr and his head split open okay oh my god and there was and he required like six stitches uh and you were like we are screwed this company is never going to recruit from our campus ever uh but we actually got them to take get five offers from the batch and you know things were actually kosher it was an honest mistake uh i, I don't know somehow it just stayed with me that you know, a lot of times you'll screw up but there is some light at the end of the tunnel and there are ways to get out of those screw ups as well Okay, my gosh, that is the most gory memory of IMK that I've ever heard from anybody. <laughs> to dis to dispel that uh, that gory image uh, from us, please help us, uh, Smriti, <laughs> with something a bit more cheerful. Hopefully, we got five offers, Ronald. Come on, it was better than. <laughs> you know, it's very obvious that for Ravens, the ends justify the means. <laughs> no, no, it was not a threat. Lot of people. <laughs> Please, please, please save us! Please save us from that head opening, that that that's head splitting uh, memory. <laughs> This is what happens every time I bring it up. We just laugh ourselves to death. To death, indeed. I think we're going to put you on mute now, Rivan, <laughs> or give out your email address and uh, mobile number for people who want to get into finance and venture capital. <laughs> I think uh, I will have to go with the Prakriti's answer as well, right? It's the campus. The campus is the most beautiful I've been to, right? Um, and I've been to a lot of resorts over the last ten years, uh, India, abroad, anywhere. Um, and I think in those two years, when you are under a lot of pressure, uh, academic stress, placements, what's going to happen, what's not. uh it really matters the environment really matters being amongst friends walking up and down that hill and uh, the sea hostel valley view i don't know if prakriti was also in the sea hostel but the sea hostel valley view it was amazing i, I would give anything to go back and relive those two years no no absolutely shruti thank yeah. you so much uh shruti how about you what is your favorite memory i mean it is i think most fresh for you Since it's just been a year, I wouldn't it, say uh, after all these years. Yeah. Yeah, I know exactly. So, after all these days. <laughs> all these days, yeah. So at the risk of sounding repetitive, but being totally honest, I think my favorite set of memories are just having coffee with my friends near the academic block and just staring at the valley. I think it's just so difficult 
to not fall in love with the campus it's so pretty it's wrapped around with nature i think hands down that's the best memory for sure yeah no no just because of that so go ahead prakriti yeah go ahead is that one again in the exploring kerala trips gone around it's gone to this place and we were looking over the point and it was called the viewpoint or something and you were like are what is the big deal because we're from a hostel exactly <laughs> exactly yeah. yeah unfortunately i'm going to be very cliched and also uh it's uh, i mean for me it's it's the kerala monsoon and uh, experiencing that on the hilltop campus of IMK. Uh, I remember sitting out on my balcony, looking out of the valley and just being completely drenched in the monsoon to the bone, but just having the widest grin possible. I remember the incredible all night parties uh, at IMK, which are open air and it's starting to rain, the Kerala monsoon and just getting completely drenched and still dancing, uh, you know, and I mean, when I go back for nostalgia on campus, one of the big highlights is the nostalgia party. There's a nice video of that, uh, which is, you know, kind of PG-13 rated uh, video of that uh, on this channel. But uh, it's really the monsoon and the incredible uh, experience that you have of it at IMK. It's an incredible experience. And, and uh, you know, I think all of us have very happy, wonderful memories of that campus. Thank you all uh, for being on this panel. Thank you for sharing your very rich and vivid experiences. Uh, that, you know, make IMK very special in a way that, uh, you know, uh, no uh, placement report or ranking will ever do justice to. And that has been the objective of this uh, webinar, to give much more color and flavor and love and passion, uh, you know, to what makes IM Code special. So thank you uh, so much to our panel today. And, uh, you know, talking of love and passion for IMK, we will end this um, webinar with... Uh, you know, one of those acts of uh, love and passion, which is the new uh, anthem from IMK. Uh, we're going to play that uh, live uh, right now, uh, along with, um, uh, I'm just going to bring that on stage. I'm saying on screen, and hopefully you can all see it. So, yeah, thank you very much. Please do enjoy this. चलती है बादलों में क्लास चलती है
Hey. 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 Hey.